0: Welcome to the Gingersburg Podcast. After today's message, take a sec and download the Gingsburg app. It's the best way to find out about and engage with what's happening at Ginghsburg. We hope the following message helps you activate your faith and take the next step with your journey with Jesus. So think about this with me. You can learn a lot about someone simply by playing a game together. You quickly see how the other person's mind works. Are they a risk taker or are they a little more reserved? You see if they follow the rules. You learn if they're a strategic thinker. You learn whether they are patient and methodical in their decision making or if they are impulsive and they choose the immediate move without considering the one, two, or three that happen as a result. You see how good they are at bluffing, or you find out the people who can't keep a secret to save their life. So it's funny how something as simple as a game can teach us so much about another person. My name is John. I'm part of the staff here at Ginghamsburg. I serve as our online campus director. And I get the honor of kicking off this brand new teaching series that we're calling The Games People Play. And over the next several weeks, as we are journeying through this season of Lent, which is our journey towards Easter, we're going to be using board games to teach us about ourselves and to draw us into a deeper relationship with Jesus. Now, some of you know this, others of you may not know this, I have a four-year-old daughter, and so, as you can imagine, our house is full of games. We have board games, and card games, and puzzles, and we we have a game where you literally poke a bear in the stomach until it jumps out of the cave. So. You wouldn't be surprised that probably the most popular game in our house is Candyland, and spoiler alert, this actually isn't our copy of Candyland. This is Grammy and Pop Pops, but ours is Dora the Explorer, and it didn't quite fit the bill. But anyway, Candyland is one game that we play more than any other. Now, if you remember, Candyland is played by drawing a card like this, and you move your game token across the board with the goal being the first person to reach the candy castle at the end of the board, and the first person there wins. But at its simplest form, Candyland is nothing more than a game of chance. You have a randomly shuffled deck of cards, and you are simply at the mercy of what you draw next. I mean, is it the the red square that's one space in front of you, or is it two purples you get to move forward? Or maybe it's one yellow. Or if you're my daughter, her favorite space is right up here in the corner, the pink ice cream cone. And it takes you almost to the top of the board. But then your next turn, you draw the gingerbread tree and you're back almost at the beginning. Again, Candyland is simple luck of the draw. There is no way to control the outcome unless you're like my daughter and you grab all of the special space cards and you stack them in a separate pile so you get to use them. (laughs) She loves doing that and it was funny, when I pulled this out of the box, all of those were stacked together but as we're looking and talking about the games that we as humans play the one that we're looking at today is one that we all play whether we admit it or not we play the game of control we want to control everything we want to control our calendar our diet, our health, our finances, our emotions, our future. But when it comes down to it for as much as we desire